everyone, and welcome to That Lux Life Podcast. I'm your host, Aisha A.K. Lesh of the petite fashion and luxury lifestyle blog, Living Lesh, where I aim to redefine what luxury means and lead you into living your best life. Each week, I'll be bringing you those tips, secrets, and bits of inspiration that will take you into living your luxurious life without the four-figure price tag. So get ready to live your life in luxury, because guess what? You deserve it. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of That Lux Life Podcast. Today, I do not have any guests on here. You're just going to be listening to me, but it's going to be so much fun and so great because the topic that I'm talking today is so important and it relates to so many people, especially people that I know that, you know, even me personally, I obviously don't talk about a lot of topics that aren't personal to me, um, but it's not going to be on fashion. It's uh, it's going to be on about relationships as well as parenthood. So in a past couple of episodes that recently went live, you know, over this past month, I talked about setting boundaries in friendships. I also talked about, you know, dealing with toddler anxiety and the anxiety you have with being a parent yourself. Um, So if you haven't listened to those episodes, go back and listen to them. But today I actually want to get into the aspect of coping with losing friends when you become a parent. Now, whether you want to say it's coping, whether it's mourning, whether it's dealing with your emotions, you know, how that works, we can go in, we can, you can use whatever term you want to. But I want to talk about this topic because it's been something that's been like weighing on me, things I've been talking about with my now parent friends, um, you know, my friends who are also parents. And it's, it's something that happens to so many people. And sometimes it's not even like a conscious thing that we realize we're mourning a friendship or coping with a friendship. It just naturally happens. So let me start with the background, especially as it applies to me. And this may be something that relates to you, something that you're like, this is me, this is what happened to me. And you know, maybe you haven't mourned it, maybe you haven't coped with it, or maybe, you know, you are about to bring a child into this world and you're like, is this going to happen to me? What am I supposed to do? Or you can start seeing the the warning signs based off of my experience. But getting into the backstory is when I was, I when I first got married, I had a number of friends that one, I lost. So of course, when I was single, I had a larger group of friends. And then when I got in my relationship with my now husband and I became engaged, I lost some friends just because I think it was more on me, um, someone with them, someone on me. But the fact that typically you don't hang out a lot with your single friends when you have a partner. Um For me, it was because they were doing things I wasn't comfortable doing just because of the respect I had for my now husband. Not saying I didn't have any single friends. And then some friends I just lost because they were like, you know what? You don't want to do the same things I want to do. Um, So it's not going to work out. But of course, you know, with some friends who were still single, I was the wing woman just in a more respectable way. It wasn't anything like my husband going, I don't want you hanging out with single people. It was just how certain things relate. So that was just kind of the first step. Then when I got married, I lost a number of friends just because it seemed like, you know, going from being in a relationship, just dating to engaged to now married. I think there's like a different 
way that your mind thinks, different things you get into. You start getting into these bigger um, aspects of buying a house, of, you know, planning for a family, of, you know, investing in your career and doing all these things. And I had some friends who kind of floated away from me, some who were single um, and some who just weren't on my path of life and some that naturally, you know, some people just move away. But the biggest thing that happened to me Um, when it came to losing friends was when I had my son. And there were a number of warning signs I saw when I was pregnant or when I announced my pregnancy that I kind of want to go into. So again, if you're about to have a baby, maybe you're seeing these, maybe you're not. Maybe now you're going to get off of this episode and go, oh my gosh, this is happening. Um, But I will say that the friends that I had prior to becoming pregnant were friends that were longtime friends. They weren't new friends, which makes it even more of a struggle. The friends that I had lost during like, you know, becoming engaged, becoming married were friends that I kind of picked up. They were around and they weren't like friends I had from college or from high school, like long-term friends. Those friends that I shed off or I guess I lost, I want to say shed off. It kind of sounds like really, really, I guess, aggressive. But those friends that, you know, kind of faded away, floated away during those periods of my life weren't long-term friends. So I didn't feel like I had to mourn them or cope with them. It was kind of like a clean break of like, you know, we had a great time while it happened, but let's just move forward. But when I announced the pregnancy of my son, it was a great thing. And I had some friends who were long-term friends, friends I'd known from high school, friends who I'd known from college that, you know, I had talked about building a family who knew things about my relationship, who had been with me, who we were going on vacations with, who we were going to hang out with. We were doing, you know, double dates, all of these things. You know, we were even doing single things, you know, girls trips, all of those aspects. And as soon as I announced my pregnancy, I started seeing a shift in how people related to me. My one friend who I will say I lost I kind of knew she wasn't going to stick around, even though I, you know, you know, I was hoping for. We were having conversations about it. I even talked about her on my setting boundaries, um, you know, episode on on this podcast. But she was a friend who, when I announced my pregnancy, her first response wasn't, "Yay, I'm so glad for you. You've been talking about this for a while. I knew you wanted to do this." Her first response was, "Why? Oh, I'm about to, we're, we're pregnant. I'm about to have a baby. Why?" And it hurt me. I think it was one of those things where it's like, why aren't you joyful for me? If this was, you know, the tables were turned, I'd be joyful for you, especially since it was something, if you were like me, you were you were talking about. And now I will say that she wasn't someone who wanted to have kids. But I have friends who I have now who are in relationships, who are married, who are not even married, who just don't want kids. But they are overjoyed about me being a parent. They love my son. They think he's adorable. They do like the, you know, the the friend auntie, the the auntie. I'm a professional auntie for the rest of my life. And they love him. Um, And friends who I even haven't known for forever are are that way towards towards him and towards me and towards how I want to live my life without you know, having that why moment. And if they don't want kids, it's fine. So back to that friend is, you know, throughout my pregnancy, you know, there were times where I was struggling, I need help. And she just wasn't there. There was always an excuse of something she had to do. She always had an event. She was making all these plans. And then I would see her out at places, you know, on social media, because now, of course, you can see everything. And it was 
her doing all these things that we would usually go and do together or events we'd go to or, you know, just going to the bar or anything. Well, not the bar. I wasn't going to the bar. But like going shopping or going on a vacation or something like that where she didn't even mention it to me or invite me. And not that I was looking to be invited to everything. Of course, once you're pregnant, there are certain things such as drinking that you 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 can't do. Um, I really wasn't someone who would want to be pregnant and in a bar. But it wasn't that I couldn't go on like when they, they there was a trip she went to. She went to Maine. You know, I could have gone on that trip. And it was just these elements of when I would ask her about like, oh, how was your trip? Oh, it was OK. You wouldn't have liked it. It would have been uncomfortable for you you would have slowed us down. Like it was just, she wouldn't invite me because it was, oh, well now you're pregnant so you can't do anything. That was what her mindset was. I had a couple other friends who were super excited for me when I became pregnant, but then it was like they stopped giving effort to hang out. I had a couple friends who started doing that. So we're switching over and showing these other signs I saw from other friends. There were friends who, oh my gosh, I'm so ecstatic for you. And then it was crickets. I wouldn't hear anything. What, no checking in. How are you doing? You know, oh, you know, I'm free. Let's get together this weekend. Or, you know, what are you doing? Like, you know, normally with them, it would be just texting or checking in or let's go to dinner or let's doing something. And it was their way that they interacted in our friendship that severely changed. And I started seeing these things. It was just the not communicating, not being connecting when I would have conversations with them. It's like this wall went up of, I can't talk to you. It's kind of like, you know, I think I always, I think that what popped in my head is like Billie Eilish's song is, I don't relate to you. Like, that's what I felt like it was going on is there was no relation happening. And there was like this huge wall that just started going up that I didn't understand And as I made the effort to try to tear it down and go talk to me, let's have these conversations. It was like this line in the sand was being drawn or this boundary was going up of you're becoming a mom and this isn't going to work with our friendship. Like you having a kid is not going to be copacetic to my friendship. And I don't know if it was a thing where they felt like they were losing me, even though I wasn't going anywhere. Um, Because, of course, some of the friends that I still have today, I've known since I was pregnant or before my pregnancy or for a long time, who are ecstatic. Now, those friends did have kids or, you know, were people who wanted to become moms or become a parent. Um, But it was like the ones who weren't in the same position or lifestyle I was in or, you know, they weren't just around. They just didn't understand. I also had this one friend that... We faded away because there was this element that seemed like it was it was jealousy. I'm not really sure if I can say what pinpoint it because we never had the full conversation. But she was so ecstatic. Started off super excited. I'm going to be there. You know, I'm going to be the biggest friend aunt ever. Like, it was great. And then everything that I did was, well, why are you doing that? So it was, you know, oh, I heard you went to the doctor's appointment the other day. How would that go? Oh, well, why'd you say that? Why didn't you ask these questions? Oh, you're planning your gender reveal? I wouldn't have done it that way. Oh, you're planning your baby shower? Mm, I don't think I like that theme. It was like everything that I was choosing to do in my own pregnancy in everything was just so, you shouldn't do that. I have a better idea. It was like she was trying to take ownership of my pregnancy and becoming a mom. And it was, it was irritating and I went to fix it, but it was like she wouldn't hear me whatsoever. 
So those were just the signs that I saw from friends. Now, I'm not going to say that you could probably see these signs with everybody. There may be no signs. There were friends that I lost that didn't, there was no sign. It was just this element of once I had my son, it was, it was over. So if you're seeing these things, you have saw these things, know it's common, know that it's like not just you or know that, you know, this may be coming and here's how to cope. That's what I want to talk to you about is how to get over those moments, how to mourn the loss of the friendship, how to cope with losing those friends, and then how to maybe gain some new friends because it's an opportunity. I think for me, once I got over that mourning process of let me keep reaching out, reaching out, reaching out, reaching out, and then I wasn't getting anything from my friends and then mourning them of like, now I feel lonely, I eventually realized it was an opportunity. And I'm hoping that, you know, talking about how to cope and then looking at this opportunity will help change your mindset. If you're listening to it, help you prepare for it. First thing is know that you are not alone in this moment and it's okay to be upset and mourn and grieve your friendship. When you have a child, you're already very emotional whether you're the mother or the father, there's always already a lot of emotion. You're tired, you're overwhelmed, you're ecstatic about this new baby here, there's excitement. It's like this, these range of emotions. And then when a friendship ends, whether you become a parent or not, there's always emotions involved. There's just, anytime a friendship ends or anytime a relationship ends, there's always emotions. So let it, let yourself know, like talk to yourself, let yourself know that it's okay to be upset. It's okay to be enraged. It's okay to be confused. It's okay to have all the emotions that you're having by losing this friendship. Even if you feel like you messed up because there was no communication about it. There wasn't anything that happened. Like maybe you're feeling guilty. It's okay to feel that way. And if you want to take the next step and reach out and try to fix it or try to do whatever, that is up to you. But if you feel like, you know what, I feel guilty, but I also don't have the energy to to move this forward and try to fix that, that is okay. Know that it is okay. Those are setting your own boundaries and taking care of your mental health. Anytime that you're in a friendship, in a relationship, you know, even for me, I try to make sure that I take care of my friends. I understand boundaries. I understand them and that I'm not being selfish in certain moments. But I think there's a difference between being selfish and setting boundaries and taking care of your own mental health. So don't confuse the, I didn't give any effort. I'm feeling guilty. I don't want to do this. So being selfish, you have to take care of yourself because even if you go and communicate and you're still in a certain feeling, if your mental health is not there and you're not there, then the, the friendship is not going to work because now you're both just in these elements of emotions where everyone's not going to function clearly. So, and if there's, if you, if you decide to have that conversation, make sure that as you're going into those conversations with that friend is that you're setting, like, I think I talk about this, setting boundaries. So I'm not going to go too deep into that because I just had an episode about setting boundaries that if you're listening to this as a little note, go listen to because it was a wonderful episode. People loved it. But anyway, know that it's okay to start setting those boundaries. And if they're just like, you know what? I feel like you're going to spend more time with your child than with me. Then you go, yes, that's what parents do. And if you're saying, you know, I'm just going to balance it, like I can do this, you let them know, but know that like you're expecting them to give the same effort and the same grace and something. 
if none of that works, if there is no reconciliation, you're going to go through those stages of, of loss. It may not be the same stages that we always say of like grief, where it's the denial, the anger, you know, the all of that. You're going to go through some variety of emotions. And like I said, it's okay. But the one thing that you need to focus on is knowing that you've had a great time with this friend. You have great memories that aren't going to be tainted by this loss. Like, loss of anything, you have to reflect back on the good times of it, but don't let it make you hurt more than it does currently. So what I mean by that, I know it's like a weird way to say it, is don't let your reflection on the memories of the good times make you feel more guilty or make you feel more hurt about the fact that the, the friendship is over. Just know that you made so many memories, you had great times, you learn from them, they learn from you, and it's just a natural part of moving on with your life. And there are so many other great memories you're going to make with your child, make with your partner, make with the other friends you're going to make, because you will. I'm telling you right now, as my witness, you're going to make other friends, you, this is an opportunity. It's an opportunity, just like any stage of life, you start to change things. You meet people, you lose people. It's just the way things go. So what I say about opportunity is you may have your child, you may lose friends right at the first beginning months of, of having your child, which of course is the time where you feel like you need the most help. You need your community around you. You need people around you, but you're starting to feel this loss as people separate further and further away from you. No people that are sticking with you are your true friends. That's just how I'm going to say it. Not saying that the friends that are going to leave you are not your true friends. They're just not the truest, I guess to put it that way. The friends that stuck by me after I had my, my child are the friends that right now who are my ride or dies, I would do anything for. Like these are the women, especially women, and even some of the, the, the male friends I have that if they called me and say, yo, I need you to pick me up. I just did something. I'm in the car. I'm coming to get you. No questions asked. Because those friends were there for me when I needed them the most. Having a child is a very emotional time. It is stressful. It is exciting. We just go all of these emotions. And the fact that those friends stayed there, whether they were previ previous parents or not, they were there. So relish those friends. Take that opportunity to go, to look around and go, here's my community. Here's my village. Here's my circle. And then put your energy into nourishing those friendships and making them stronger. It's also an opportunity after you get over the point of when like, you know, I found a balance. I'm, I have a schedule for my, my child. I am, you know, I'm owning this parent thing as best as I can. Because of course, you know, you can't, you can't completely own being a parent. Parenting is just, it's unpredictable. There's no guide. There's no manual. There's tips everywhere, but it's kind of like got to figure out a lot of these things for yourself because the guide for that someone wrote over here for this one kid is not going to be the same thing for your kid because every kid is different. But once you get a handle on everything, know this is an opportunity to meet new friends. I have met so many people who are now in my circle, who I talk to, who I can relate to, that I feel more comfortable with because there's so much relation. And it's not me saying that I wasn't comfortable with the friends that I lost. I was comfortable, comfortable with them at the time 
that where I was, who I was in that moment. And I guess to explain that way is when I was without child or when I wasn't married or when I wasn't engaged, I was comfortable with them because that's the lifestyle I was in. Do I feel like I would be comfortable with them now being a mom, now having the, the things I'm doing and, and going through everyone going? I, I don't know. But I don't think they would have been comfortable with me if they were okay with ending that friendship the way it was. If I was okay with, there was, there was something that obviously caused the rift and it might've been something where it was too much effort in the long run. So the friends I'm comfortable with now are the friends I feel like are com- I'm comfortable with because of where I am. And that's going to be the same thing with you. You're going to go through different levels of comfort with people, depending on who you are in that time frame. So you're probably thinking like, well, how do, how do I make friends? How do I find new friends being a parent? Well, there's a number of ways you can do it. You can do it the old fashioned way and just meet people when you, you're not, may not be going out, but maybe, you know, you talk to, you take your kid to daycare. Some of the, a lot of the, the women that I met, um, that I'm friends with are women I met at my son's daycare who are also moms themselves. We arrange play dates. You open the door, you become friendly. You start talking to them. I've met other moms whose kids are in the classroom. So not only did I make friends with the teachers who also have kids, I also made friends with the other parents um, because my child became friends with them. That happens. You can become friends with your, you can become friends with the parents of your kids' friends. And that's going to happen over life. I mean, my child's only three years old, but I have made friends with some of the moms and some of the, 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 the dads who now are friends with my husband, who we met because our child, our son, became friends with another kid in his classroom. It just happens that you start talking to them. There's this relation. You always see them together. They're always talking. It's the one kid who all, you always, your kid always says bye to, or your, the teacher say this is their best friend. And you arrange playdates and things get set up. You start getting invited to the birthday parties because they usually invite their entire classroom. So put that as an opportunity. Go with your child. Talk to the other parents. You know, don't just kind of follow your kid around. I mean, yes, obviously, if you're going to a party, make sure your kid's okay. But, you know, make those friends. Another way, if you're just not into that kind of social element, there is an app um, that I found out that I actually use. I have a couple of friends that I made. I'm now not on it anymore, but I used it when I first had my son in his first year just because I was a little bit of a recluse. Um, it's called Peanut, like the, the food. Peanut, it is, uh, it's a, an app primarily for women um, who are trying to get pregnant. They are pregnant or they have kids and it's kind of like Bumble. It's kind of like a dating app, but for making friends, which is another thing. You can go on Bumble and make friends. Bumble's not just for dating. There's a friend aspect to it. There's also a networking aspect to it for businesses, just as a note. But I went, I think I was on Bumble. I was on Bumble and Peanut and I have the friend, some of the friends that I have now, I actually met there. We took it offline off the app and I, because they're in the local area, we met up, we've had play dates and I'm friends with them now. And what has happened is by making these new friends and taking over these opportunities, I have coped with the loss of those previous friendships. You know, I still see some of these people on on social media, online. I still like their stuff. I still comment. We both comment back and forth. And it's just kind of platonic of I knew you at one point in my life, but I'm at a different point in my life. And it's okay. There's other apps out there for meet mom friends as well. I think there's either one called Hello Mamas. I think there's another one called Momco I saw. Um, So 
try it out. I mean, I feel like there's probably even like speed dating for mom somewhere in your local area or there's like open play dates. Or, you know, if you can go to something like, um, what is my, the goldfish swim and where your kids learn to swim and then you're in the pool, especially if you have infants and you do the swim class, you get in the swim class with your infant and the rest of the parents who are in the pool with the baby make friends. So there's so many things like little gym. Our son has little gym. I made friends with some of the, the parents who take their kids to little gym because you're in there running around together. So the fact of making friends allows you to cope. The reminder of those old friends just know how you've grown and it's okay. So don't don't fear the fact that you may new friend make uh, lose friends if you are someone who is now pregnant or who's about to have a, a child who's about to become a parent in any aspect. Um, know that this may happen and it's okay and it's not rare. It's not you. People constantly think, "Oh, I've lost friends. Something's wrong with me." These things happen. It's not just you. You can cope with it. Look at it as an opportunity and move forward. So I hope this episode was great for you. I hope you connected in some way. I hope you got something out of it. And of course, like I always say, go whatever you're listening to, whether it's on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, make sure that you rate the podcast five stars and make sure to leave a review. Tell me what you're getting about this, what you love about it. Because as always, the more ratings, the more reviews, the more listeners, and then the growth happens. I can bring on more and more great guests. You know, next thing you know, I have Leonardo DiCaprio on the show. You never know. Or, you know, Haley Bieber or, you know, um, um, who else I say? Uh, Zendaya or, you know, uh, anybody, Idris Elba. I mean, that would be great. I'd love to interview Idris Elba. I'm not sure I would say much because I'd probably be too busy staring, especially if it's a Zoom interview, but I digress. So again, make sure that you are subscribed to the That Lux Life. Check out my social media channels, That Lux Life, as well as Living Lesh. And again, five stars and leaving a review, and I'll catch you on the next episode.